Pints and Pies podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Pies podcast. Tights and I am a heel now. 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 Podcast, 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 <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I am the podster among friends. <laughs> I really am. Ah, that's great. Guys, I really am. Danielle Radford. I am joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the dynamic Gronkadonka dude, Mike oh, Eagle. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and TMLK, Lindsay Kelk. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> now, the biggest thing that happened this week was, of course, the superstar shakeup on Raw and SmackDown. But first, Mike, Lindsay, you were both in New Orleans last week to celebrate WrestleMania. Please tell us about what happened at Ice Cream Christmas. Oh, boy. What was it like? How did it feel? I need everything. You know what I learned? What did you learn? This is going to sound real bad. <laughs> I think I think outside of a few notable exceptions. Wrestling fans? Maybe I don't like wrestling fans. I think maybe I don't like them as people. <laughs> One of my lasting memories of my trip to New Orleans was that when I was on my flight back, at one point, there was a little commotion outside of the airport. I mean, like right in right where the bar ends and the airport mm-hmm. begins. It's just like a little line and tile. People had gathered around two people and were getting autographs and pictures from them. It was a very short Asian man with Shinsuke Nakamura's haircut who people were convinced was really him. I've seen this. I saw this man. Yeah, and he was with a woman who was... Dressed as Oscar? Yes. Yes. Just any Asian... Any Asian woman and an Asian man with, with Shinsuke Nakamura's haircut. And I had to tell some people that that was not him. No. I want to think people knew. No. Maybe they didn't no. know. Th- that was the hard lesson the I had to learn. Like, I yeah, because I know that when you go to a Comic-Con and someone dresses in cosplay, people yeah. get really excited. So the part of me that wants to have hope in humans. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, was, I had to explain to people who were like texting this photograph to other people like, oh. look who I just took a picture and with. And not being like, oh, this is cosplay. Hey, I took a picture with these amazing cosplayers. Uh, a man literally looked at uh, fake Shinsuke and said, Oh man, I was pulling for you last night. Okay. Like it was Shinsuke. And what it was underscoring for me, and I'm, I'm, I'll just speak a little bit on this, mm-hmm. and, and Lindsay, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. But like it underscored this thing that I kept running into all weekend long where there were full grown adults who were being children. Like, and not in like the I'm self aware that I'm having a good time way. Like, you know, I was, quite frankly, right. uh, I was having a time of my life, yeah. but not to the point where I would actively disrespect wrestlers in the ring like what was happening in the main event mm-hmm. you know like, oh we gonna get to that but, that, yeah. but trust that, i'm gonna ask you about but, that in but a it, second. it felt to me like the same thread like yeah. the like the the kind of complaints i was hearing from people as they were trying to start chants trying to start the wave cheering beach balls it sounded like a bunch of really entitled children who couldn't connect with the fact that they were like human beings in the ring performing roles that were dictated to them this is you know, right. and and I don't necessarily like it either, but I wouldn't disrespect them. Be cruel to them. Yeah. Did you have a similar experience? How did you um, feel about it? I honestly, I was, you knew I was super pumped. I was so excited to go. And I know my expectations were way too high mm. to realistically ever be met. But then what I will say to your point, Mike, for sure, compared to WrestleMania 30, the atmosphere of the town was super different. So I would say last time everyone was just like super jubilant. Uh, jubilant? That, I'm a writer. <laughs> uh, they were like really jubilant. They were so excited. There was such an air of celebration before Mania, after Mania. Everyone was talking to everyone. Everyone was being super cool. Everyone was being really chill. It was really, really nice and friendly and welcoming. 
And I did not feel that this time. We saw two fights break out at Mania. Mm. Me and my brother, two people sat next to us, got in a fight, a physical fist fight. And then we saw another one on the way back to town. And I'd never seen that before. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I've never seen it before. And then, yeah, that same sense of I don't get what I want, so I'm going to kick off like a baby. Yeah. And that was aggressive and that was unpleasant. And we could have gone to Raw on Monday night and we actively chose not to. And we ate a lovely dinner. And then we watched it on TV. Do you feel the right decision? Yeah, do you feel like, because I know that um, sometimes they say that thing of like, well, you buy your ticket, you can do whatever you want. Do you feel like this crossed the bounds of you can do whatever you want, you can react however you want? Yes, because you buy your ticket to life. Mm. Like, get real deep. You buy your ticket to life, (laughs) but you can't do what you want. You be respectful to other humans. It was so rude. There were two kids sat in front of us who were massive Roman Reigns fans and like little kids, little boys, and they were the sweetest things. They massively had had an amazing night. I hate children. (laughs) (laughs) I love those two. Um, They were so excited and so happy. And then when everyone started, as we'll get to, the main event, they just, both of them, they were very tired, obviously. Burst into tears. And not because of what was happening, but because of the crowd. Like, once that bell rang for that fight, like, it was like the toxicity just washed over the crowd so quickly and so disgustingly. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was, it really, like, I don't know, like, took, it threw me for a loop for sure. I I wasn't ready for that. The Braun Nicholas swerve drained the crowd of any goodwill they had Mm. left. The way people behaved during that last match. My brother was like, can we just go? Can yeah. we not stay for the finish? Wow. And then obviously we did stay for the finish and and everyone just laughed. Yeah. In the arena, everyone laughed. I don't know if that was around you, but where we were, it just sounded like 78,000 <clears throat> people laughing. There were people, even while the show were, was good, I remember like two or three times there were people in my section to try to start the wave. And I'm like, what is, why? Like, I had to actively say, like, and people are like, what do people want to do? I'm like, because we're trying to watch the show. <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, I had to. Stop telling me what I got to do. I stand up like... and I sit down on my own accord. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm an adult. But there was that momentum. There was, like, it was it was simmering, yeah. just waiting this level of, like, entitlement. This is the first time I said, like, maybe I won't go next year. Like, wow. Maybe I don't need to well, be you there. have to because by then I'll be famous and I'll have money and you guys have to go Yay! with me so I'm not by myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So some just to get a little sadder um, before we get to the fun, and I promise fun is coming. <laughs> Lindsay, fun how, isn't how you coming. doing? Fun how, isn't coming, Danielle, because love is dead. I know. Love, love is, is dead. Love is dead. Love is dead. As y'all know, John Cena and Nikki Bella have officially ended their relationship me and Lindsay have had some feelings about it online. So many feelings. I didn't expect this. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. It's so weird to feel caught up in a stranger's relationship, especially when it's a reality TV. But I think Nikki's been so honest and open. And obviously, I know in a way that's me being worked into believing that she's honest and open. But I don't think it is. I think she is. And the people I know that have met her and worked with her have said she's just like everything is on her sleeve. And she has been so openly in love that we, we don't know what's happened behind closed doors. Of we never will. But you can see on someone's face when they are not a professionally trained actor if they are in love with another human. Mm. Um, and I've seen her act. Um, because <laughs> I've uh, uh, I watched her reel for something. Yeah. What did you think, Mike? Do you have opinions? Honestly, the most feelings I have about it is like really feeling like why did they make me watch that match last year? Like yeah. that is my, that is, because I didn't want to see that. Like, I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I, I It only like, pays off people. if it's real. If it's I not mean, real, there's no yeah. payoff. But this is the thing. For me, like, I don't care about what they do in their personal lives at all. So, like, to, to go one degree further now, like, now that it's not even a thing, then you just wasted my time with this. Like, you... <laughs> that's how you, Nikki feels, They involve... They involve... <laughs> but even, like, okay... John, you've wasted all of our time. There's, and, and that's the thing, right? <laughs> This could have been a thing where he had just wasted her time, but now he's wasted your time and your time and the Miz's time and Maurice's time and all of our time. So much of Bree's time, less of Brian Danielson's time. He doesn't give a shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, D. Bright will be fine. But it's also, deposits have been paid. Food 
Yeah. Food has right. been ordered. Dresses oh have been I paid. Mean, how much did she had she spent on a dress? Like hundreds. Of, I mean, yeah, she, she could have spent hundred grand on that dress. Everyone easily. who was coming to the wedding, Ugh. and I'm sure that they were going to do two weddings. There was going to be a Toad's Deeds wedding and a real wedding. But like travel arrangements were paid for. Like that's how and weddings they took, uh, work. for a whole production company. Yeah, and getting into. Some some real real life shit. Um, earlier today, and you know we we tape on Wednesdays. Legend Bruno San Martino died at the age of eighty two. So let's show that legend some love. What are some of your favorite Bruno San Martino memories? Man, I because my knowledge of past wrestling history of wrestling was embarrassingly poor. I really didn't know much about Bruno until I saw him being inducted into the Hall of Fame. And it was just, it was one of those weird things where you're in a room and everyone in that room is so happy. And the outpouring of love and respect for him at that moment was actually, it was like, it was beautiful, man. Um, But it was really lovely. And it made me go back and watch some of his stuff and check out the mini document. There were mini docs at the time on like the network or um, the YouTube channel. I can't remember which it was, but yeah, it was like the, the impact that he had. And the fact that if it wasn't for him and the work that he did, we wouldn't be here now. I don't think. Right. I I agree. Kind of epic. I mean, he exist mostly to me as like an idea uh, um he represents like the territory system and what that meant when when you know the wwwf was just referred to as the new york territory mm. and he was like the biggest star in the world but he was really just in that territory and he was champ for like what 10 years Ever. or something I like think that a like term. like he he exists mostly to me as like a character in stories that i hear old wrestlers tell on podcasts that like I can see in my mind but I haven't like watched a bunch of his matches right and you do hear like you know oh he was so inclusive he tried to make sure that like you know and and that's big especially back then like someone who tried to make sure that the card was you know obviously not like not you know he didn't have a pride parade like Finn did but it you know it seemed like he was a really good dude All right, so back to some fun. Now, uh, SmackDown and Raw have traded a bunch of stars from each roster. We'll get into the SmackDown half of this later on, but first let's look at Team Red. The show started when Jinder Mahal revealed that he was now on Raw. He immediately had a match with Jeff Hardy for the title and lost. What do you think about Jinder's move and about Jeff being the new champion? I think it's a weird move. (laughs) It's a really weird move. Like... Bring this guy over here with this title. He just won after months of buildup of this three-way, and he loses it immediately. Like the the him winning it made sense when you mm-hmm. take into account the ascension of that character mm-hmm. and how he was champ for a year. And we were all knew somewhere in our hearts that once that was over, he was going to get shuffled back yeah. into the mid card. Oh, uh, we were hoping like, it wasn't, but it truly did. But but this winning the U.S. champion, it was like okay, so he gets yeah. to continue. No, he doesn't. He gets to drop it into Jeff Hardy in a week. (laughs) (sighs) All right, so this was immediately followed up by the long-anticipated match between Bailey and Sasha, which would then be broken up by a new Raw team, the Riot Squad. What did you think before the interruption? Needier. (laughs) That's what stuck out to me is that suddenly her move is called Needier. Did you hear that? (laughs) Corey Graves kept saying Needier. (sighs) Like Meteor with knees. Yeah. yeah, that's what stuck out. I to don't. Me. I like when it was just the. It's fine. Yeah, I liked the match. I was enjoying the match. I, I was like, it's so big a match than this match, um, right? And then that happened, and now I'm like, if you make these two women tag against those women next week, oh wow, I'm gonna have to cut someone, and I don't know who it's gonna be. <laughs> um, so it made it quite exciting, but because um, <laughs> now the stakes have been raised, <laughs> the stakes have been raised right. Somebody's gonna lose um, a life. Yeah, or at least a finger. I don't know. What about what did you think, Danielle? Uh, of your wife's performance. It's a bigger match than this. I comfort myself every time they do this with the idea that they've already done it better. Yeah, that's all I can do. Yeah. Every time I have a feeling about like, and eh, but, but why? I'm like, you know what? They've already done this and they've done it better and those memories will live on. Mm. But I feel like Sasha's only got two more years of this before yeah. she pulls a Cody and she's like, I know I can do better on the indies. Or even just I know wants, I can do better in Japan. I don't know if she just wants to be, you know, would she want to be part of this? She's been very open about the fact she wants to retire early when she's done what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. And I think she has that personality where if she's not going to be given the opportunity to do what she wants to do, she'll just walk. Yeah. So more on women stars. 
What do you think about Natalia moving to Raw and immediately being paired with Ronda Rousey? I'm fine with them putting them together, but I want to know what they're going to do with them. Oh, so you think they've thought it through. Well, look at me and my wacky optimism springing She's back been... to life. I can only be sad about John and Nikki for so long. I understand. Um, I get a fresh... It's like I've got another life. We start again. <laughs> You're a very nice, these, very sweet lady. Right? font of up. optimism that y'all seem to tap into. All we try, time. man. We try so um, hard. I pay a lot to be in therapy all the time. So, <laughs> like, this is you know, a benefit. I, I practice mindfulness. <laughs> I can't control anything, so it's just about what's happening in front of me. Speaking of not being able to control shit, how much did y'all love Mickey James's bump against oh, that so fucking good. eclipse? I didn't so, see it. Oh, my oh. God. It's so good. We'll find you a gif, my dude. It I, is, would, I would love to see it. It, it won't be is, difficult to find. No, it's, it's amazing. beautiful. So later on, Brazongo uh, revealed that they were joining Raw and got to pin the bar in their first match, which is tight. Look at them pinning someone. Yay. Do you think that they'll get to be more than just like the funny skit guys, the fashion police guys? I am getting some faces of deep doubt. What are I'm you thinking? I'm going to let Mike answer because I'm only going to answer with hope and joy. And I'm going to answer with no hope and no joy. <laughs> Mike up here like the anti-Obama. I just, I have eyes, okay? And I have a memory. Uh, and no, you gotta get rid of that. That's I, the thing that's messing up. You're right, you're there right. You go. I, I, I fixed it. I need to not remember. You have to remember. They only. don't. They don't. They that's don't. The, that's the problem. They don't. They don't think. They don't care. When they <laughs> call the it the book, there isn't an actual book. Like, they're not writing anything down and checking it over. It's, it's sad. Maybe they should. The book is a dream your heart makes. Um, <laughs> speaking of tag teams, Dolph Ziggler is back on Raw, but he's yeah. been paired up with Drew McIntyre. Why? 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 Okay, well, is there, there we go. Yeah. Is there a reason? Uh, is there a reason? No, there's no reason. There's, there's no, nothing else to do. There's they no, like, like, old reason. These no, two fellas showed up today. Oh uh, they got to get out there. We got to put them on the show. I mean, at least they got to go on the show, unlike half the people on the other brand. Um, just, they got graphics. Yeah, they got graphics. That's <laughs> true. You? you got graphics. You got some lights. You got music. You got to talk into your phone, and we showed it to everybody. <laughs> Look what you did. Oh, the best part is they're still backstage in full costume. Yeah. Right? And they've been there since midday. Here, uh, <laughs> so, here yeah, there's a television camera. Put your hand by it so it looks like your phone. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about Bray and Matt together? I don't know. I I like Happy Bray. I like. I do too. Freed of Sister Abigail Bray. I'll, this I'll, is a fun I'll, direction. I'll, I didn't I'll, see. I'll tell you. Yeah, like, that is actually fun. The thing is, I am afraid to like it because I don't You've want. Let yourself love don't Mike. trust it. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want the swerve because it's not a swerve if you see it coming. You know, this is a message oh. for you and Nikki Bella. You've got to let yourself love again. <laughs> oh, you've, no. got to, you've got to open yourself up. You keep hurting me. <laughs> okay, imagine this. Imagine this. The they do the thing um, with the projection again, except it's um, Matt to Bray and it's green beans. Percolate on that while we go to On the Horizon. They are delightful. <laughs> is this month's second... Look, they're so tasty. Um, especially if you cook them right. Mm, yum. Um, is this month's second Roman versus Brock Lesnar match, this time in the aforementioned Saudi Arabia. Given that there's a chance Roman could win, do y'all care? Even a little. Mm, no. I was hoping one of you would pull out the Beyonce, I care. (laughs) I know you don't care too much. (laughs) Nope, nothing. I just don't even know why they're doing that again. I just, I'm ready for it to be over. Because Saudi Arabia is a huge market. (laughs) It'll still be huge if they don't do that there. (laughs) I was surprised at Mania when it happened. And I was like, oh. Honestly, honestly, to this day, I, I feel like they may have changed the ending of that match while it was happening. The match ended strangely. It took him a long time to get Roman out of the ring. Mm-hmm. His music hit really late. And I don't think we saw yeah. it. If I don't think so TV, either. I you think, didn't see the music. Yeah. No, we and, did that same thing. We were like, wait, did it end? Is, and there was what? pyro at the end. Yeah. And there usually is at the end of a WrestleMania. Yeah, because usually a babyface wins the damn match. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it felt like that was, was what was supposed to happen. And for some reason it got changed. It's what it felt like. It felt very disjointed and awkward and that something went wrong. Ooh. Ugh, hard weighing is bad. Although I will say, Roman's edges look real, real good. Um, in one of the biggest shakeups, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are both back on Raw. Um, do y'all agree with this? Does this feel like a good move for them? Is this the best place for them to be right now? I just will take any opportunity to see heel Sammy, heel Sammy up. 
I would like him to start every match now by pulling those little reading glasses out of his hoodie. I love. I, I, I am. I am falling in love with him as a heel his, for sure. Like, yeah. I oh, just the look I, on his face when they're walking down the ramp and he's just so like doing this little dance in his wobbly head and yes. it's just like. I had a, I had a lot of concerns life. about heels, Amy, but he is above and beyond all I expect. I just wish they would give them something to actually yes. do. Which hopefully yeah. they will now. They're hopefully, very delightful, hopefully. Hope again. Hope springs eternal. Mm, I'm trying not to corner. be one. No, with my <laughs> pessimism. <laughs> so, leading into the main event of the night where the Miztourage, Sammy and Kevin, faced Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, and Bobby Lashley. Okay. And the debuting Bobby Roode. <laughs> I like Lashley. I just, it's weird, right? Can't have two Bobbies on one team either. That just, like... Too many Bobbies, too many Bobby what are, Bobbies. What are his eyebrows? They've gone away. But there's something there. Is it pencil? What is it? It might I be. We'll endeavor to find out for you. Please do. Yeah, we got to. Making a note. Thank you. Crossover episode. <laughs> um, so there's a few things to get into with that. What did you think about Lashley's first match in WWE in forever? I was like, I, I want, I want to, it was a weird way for me to debut him, but I'm willing mm-hmm. to see what comes next. What are you talking think? about the, the match on Raw? Uh-huh. I think it's, it's good. What I am waiting for, though, is for them to let him display the fact that his personality has evolved a lot since the last time we saw him. I agree. I think and, that's very important for maybe, the people who don't watch other things. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe, and maybe they're a little reluctant to do that or something, but, but they need to because he has come so far from yep. Bobby Lashley that you know, wrestled on Trump's behalf. Um, it's it's different now. He's a he's a he's more of a fully formed character, and he can he can make you. He's he's a lot more believable now as a person that size. And like he's a person, if they put him in the right light, like he could be Brock level. And if know? they don't, then he's Apollo Cruz, at least to me. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I was worried about with exactly. this match. That's why I was kind of like, ugh, because yeah. like he's better than that, and they're about to Apollo Cruz him, and mm-hmm. I don't dig it. What do you think, Lindsay? I didn't really feel like that match did anyone special favors. It didn't hurt anyone, I guess, but yeah. yeah. Did you like Rude or I want I want heel Bobby Rude and I worry that I've already <sighs> used my heel wish by getting heel Roddy on NXT. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah like, All right. Shitty little boots. That's where it wishes come so true, goddammit. NXT. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I <laughs> that's mean, how they should market it. Where wishes come yes. true. Every NXT. week is ice cream NXT. Christmas <laughs> on NXT. <laughs> you should sell that promo. We should offer that up. They can have it for free. They, they can, can. and they should. <laughs> They've earned it. They can have it. They can take it. But, um, yeah. Meh. 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 I mean, it wasn't bad. It just, you know, I enjoyed the Miztourage ditching Miz, but also we already know he's going over and that they're not, so... There was very little right. payoff in that moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Reading glasses, Sammy. Yeah. That was it for me. Uh, Babyface Braun, anything? I don't care about Babyface Braun. Not even a little. What do you think? I don't it's not that I hate him. I just like I don't. They're gonna turn him in. They're turning him into like a cartoon character, and I knew that this was coming. And I talked Damn. about it last week. When it's the danger of the Big Show situation, where yep. his face is healed, his face is healed, his face is healed, and, and then soon, they don't yeah. know what to do with him. When he did that that guitar thing, I was like, oh, we're we're very close, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. allow it because this is really fun. And so now they're turning him into like a cute cuddly monster who also really likes guns on his Instagram. And yeah. so, you know. It's fine, but it's like I want I want ambulance flipping. Yeah. I want and you can be neutral. I don't need him to be like a full on heel, but like this thing of of them making him into this like I love kids. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> it's just not No. Well that's it. Are they just trying to sell toys? Cause great, but like there's that's a limited yeah. opportunity. What do you think, Mike? Uh babyface Braun, I'm I'm mostly here for. Um but it could go down a dark path. I, and I'm, that's what I fear. I fear that that's what's coming. Hopefully I'm wrong. Um, if you've got any thoughts about Raw's side of the Superstar Shakeup, let us know about them at facebook.com slash groups at uh, facebook.com slash groups slash tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter and Instagram. We come back. We'll keep getting into which stars debuted on the blue brand up next on Tights and Fights. Are you tired of trying to keep up with the news cycle? Is bad stuff happening too fast for you to process? Don't you wish there was an easy way to find out about only the most important info you need? Hi, we're Lisa. 
and Emily. <laughs> Why don't you try our podcast, Baby Geniuses? On each episode of our podcast, we discuss a weird Wikipedia page, such as flatulence humor, Clamato, Catalan witches, Slippy the Microsoft Office helper, death during consensual sex, and the talking mongoose. We ask each other stupid questions. Uh, <laughs> if you if you got a packet with like 300 seeds in it, what kind of plant would you choose? The seeds to be. <laughs> <laughs> that felt like you were assigned to ask me a question and there were certain words you weren't allowed to use. We talk about Martha Stewart, her pony, and other celebrity horse news. Ben Chunch. Every other week on Maximum Baby Fun. Geniuses. Baby Geniuses. Baby Geniuses. Tell us something we don't know. and Welcome back to Tyson Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined in the booth by Michael Eagle and Lindsay Kelk. Okay, now um, before we get into SmackDown, really quick, has anybody got a chance to watch 205 Live? I did not because when I tried to pull it up on the network last night, they'd uploaded last week's episode, so I couldn't watch it. Yep, same. I have not watched 205 in 2018. It's good. Uh, I keep yeah. hearing that. Trips is Trips is on it. Like it's it's building things. Um, it may be a small ice cream Christmas, just like a single scoop instead I of like, like a that. Yeah. like yeah. an that ice makes cream me a smile. sorbet Christmas Eve. All right. <laughs> I can get down with some dessert yeah. on Tuesday. <laughs> some Tuesday dessert. So it might be it might be worth getting into. All right. So on to SmackDown. Um, in reveals that people did expect after Raw, the Miz and Jeff Hardy were the first two to make the jump to Tuesday nights. Jeff had a match with the newly single. Sheldon Benjamin. I love how we say that like you just went through a breakup. And Miz. The newly single Nikki Bella. <laughs> Stop it, Michael. We can't handle it. And, and Miz delayed his appearance for another week. For me, I think that the smart thing if you're not going to do Brother Nero is definitely to separate Matt and Jeff. Yep. If Jeff is going to go his own way, do that and see what happens. But what did y'all think? I it may have been the highlight of my whole week when he went up to do the swanton bomb and he just like was laid on the mat when Jeff went up to the swanton and he was just edged over and was just like, did you see it? He was I didn't, inching I didn't catch closer it. to the post so that Jeff wouldn't hurt himself so he could definitely land on him and yeah. it was so beautiful and magical because it was literally itching his little bottom over an inch at a time and I'm like, I know I shouldn't be able to see this. Can we get him out some Jinkos though? Never! His tombstone's gonna be a pair of Jinkos and you're gonna have to be okay with it. Um, Smackdown's biggest move came when Samoa Joe came out to beat up Sin Cara and announce his intentions for April. I personally will shred and put the big dog out the pasture for good. And if by some Miraculous happenstance, Roman Reigns is victorious, then I will bring back my newly won Intercontinental Championship, and I will tear the Universal Championship from his waist. Believe that. He does things to me. So how well do you expect Joe to do on SmackDown? What kind of things, Daniel? Just a lot of, kind just, of just a lot of really uh, tingly things. Ooh, boy, girl style. Boy, I feel like I rode a horse. Oh. Um, <laughs> how well do you expect Joe to do on SmackDown? And does he get at least one title in Saudi Arabia next week? He can have them all for me. Take I'm, yeah, he might. I mean, yeah, one on each arm. You can make earrings out of them. I don't care. Nice. Let's do this. I'm so excited that he's back. I want to listen to him cut promos all day. Like, come round in my house and scream at me. <laughs> like, put me out to pasture. I got nothing else to do. Uh, <laughs> what him. else are we doing? I don't know if he's gonna win anything yet because he's going after two belts that are on Raw right now, right? Um, but I'm excited to see him do stuff. Yeah, right. Retire me, Daddy. What are you thinking, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> um, You've missed out because you should like give it a try. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, I maybe would have preferred him to stay on Raw since he had gotten to such a good point there, where he felt mm-hmm. like a believable contender against anybody over there. And and up until this point, all the biggest stars have been there. So I would have loved it if he would have, uh, if they would have allowed him to complete that and win one of those major titles on Raw. Um, it feels a little big fish, small pond to me when it comes to him being on mm. SmackDown. Um, 
But I hope maybe that means that they will get him in one of the title pictures. But it, I have a bigger problem on SmackDown in that, like, other than AJ and Daniel Bryan, there's a bunch of people on that roster that people want to cheer for that they just won't let that happen. Like, hmm. like they want to cheer for Samoa Joe. People want to cheer for Rusev, clearly. I don't know how the fuck they are writing him as a heel still. I just don't get that. It's like, breaking my heart. I will not have Rusev Day ruined on Rusev Day. And it's literally... <laughs> any day but Rusev any Day. Any day but Rusev Day. Take a hint, Vince. Yeah. It's like they don't like making all that t-shirt money. Right, well, he got his match back. Uh, what is going on with that? <laughs> what is that? What is going on? <laughs> to me, just this whole thing is very weird. I agree. And, and wrestling is weird enough without like public <laughs> booking weirdness happening all like off the show. That's really strange. I agree. Um, so now there have been a few other moves. The club, the bar, Big Cass, and Sanity without Nikki Cross have moved over to SmackDown. Why? Which of those have are you excited for? We Wait don't know. A minute. So Nikki's definitely not in it? No, she's still in NXT. Yeah. She's so nice. Which I'm fine with. They they need to rebuild their, yeah, they need to rebuild their women's division down there. And I want to see her fight Shayna Baszler. I want that really badly. Gotcha. I want to watch that psycho, like, go at it with, like, Shayna Baszler. I agree. The unpredictable style of Nikki Cross is going to be so good. Okay. Um, (laughs) Well, I mean. Sorry. That's an answer your question. Well, no. But but here's a, I mean, here's a question. This is a two hour show and I feel like they moved 20 people over there. They did. What, how, how is this going to work? I am going to suggest something which will be unpopular for the people under the employee of the WWE, but I think we're looking at a call real real soon. Looking at a what? A call. I agree. Oh, you're I right. I agree. I think it, some it people are going to go. It almost has to be. But, but, but even... I think okay. on both rosters. Right. I think, right. unfortunately, as much as I love her, as soon as she is off of her injured leave, I think Alicia Fox is going to go. Mm-hmm. I met I her at WrestleMania, and I told her amazing? to her face how awesome she was. She the- is Yay! awesome. She's amazing. And if they do, I if they do get rid of her, and I really hope they don't, because I think that she is stellar. She's so good. Um, I hope that she goes and makes all of her money in the indies. She could, yeah. yeah. She was hanging out at this MLW event that I went to. It was just like all the like Marty yeah. Skrull and mm-hmm. she would like, walk into Women of Honor and like have no yeah or Shimmer or she mm-hmm. can go over and do you know New Japan is starting yep. to integrate more women's stuff. That would be dope. Hopefully, I, I don't want anyone to get fired. I don't want anyone to lose out on money. But if it means that you have an opportunity to then make your name somewhere else and then come back to NXT in three years. Um, <laughs> and I, then tag team with Dolph Ziggler and <laughs> live that dream. <laughs> Living the dream. All right. So now, speaking of Carmella, um, as you did two minutes ago, we are one week into Carmella's reign as champion. What did you think of her promo and her semi-alignment with the Iconics? I... I don't know, because in my heart, I'm like, Carmella's not that good, you guys. But then I like, I liked it, because I yeah. did have that, I want to see you get punched in the face heat. Like, she has that heat with me. It's not go away heat. It's, it's like, I want to see her get her face kicked in. And that's what a good heel should be. She has mm-hmm. that miss heat, where if she worked on it and she is given time, I think she could be that Miz type character where you're just like oh yeah. I gotta slap the taste out your mouth and I fully <laughs> see you again and I mentioned this before but the work that she did with um New Day during um oh my god MM- so like good. shows me challenge. yeah how yeah. good of a troll she could be you're absolutely right she could be Lady Miz yeah or just Carmella yeah. but also like Mella is money like, baby she could be that person and I've been saying that like there are so many different types in the women's division but what they don't have is that like Aside from, you get a little bit with Alexa, but she's also more of, like, the chicken shit heel. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't really have that, like, really comic troll Yeah, and the super confident, boisterous, over-the-top, like, full of herself. You know, she's not doing that mean girl bullying thing. She's just like, I'm better than all of you, and shut up, I don't want to hear you. I know I'm great. Right, whereas Alexa is doing mean girl bullying with Carmella, it could really be a, like... No, like I'm. I I agree. You have a place somewhere, but like I'm not gonna call you fat. I'm not gonna do the easy stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna like pick at your soul. What did do you, you think, Mike? Did uh you had said that at uh there was an alliance with her and the Iconics? So as that segment, Iconic. 
Iconics. Um Iconics. As that segment ended, don't write me, Australia. Did they? Did they have like? Did it look like an actual? I don't because I did see this last night, but I don't. I didn't remember them kind of ending, looking like they were all on the same team. I don't think it's an official alliance. I think it's more that she's happy to let them do the dirty work for her right now, which I actually prefer. I found it interesting that you said that because what was screaming out to me during almost every promo she's done since she won this championship is that. Optics-wise, to me, it looks like she needs people with her. Like yeah. she looks like she needs like a ring of protection, like a crew. Like because then it makes to me it makes the things that yeah. she's saying make more sense. Because like mm. the way she's out there talking right now, somebody can just run up to her and punch her in the face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. and, and, and no, it, it feels like she needs that enforcer role around her. Yeah, to because like a bigger presence. She hasn't established presence. herself as gifted in a ring enough where she'll fend off all contenders. If Oscar wants to come kick her in the face, it doesn't seem like there's anything she could do about that. Yeah, right she now. definitely needs like Can some don't kick me in the face protection. Call J and J security. <laughs> <laughs> See if they're doing it. The Mistaraj aren't doing anything. I mean there's two options for you right there. Yeah. After a few weeks absence, Asuka's officially on SmackDown. What are you hoping with her move other than maybe um she tries to kick Carmella in the face? That's, my main, that's my main goal for Oscar for 2018. It's like what I did with my summer kicked Carmella in the face uh, and I'm happy with that for her homework um, yeah I want to see her like in some well now that the pressure of the streak is taken away I want to see her in some big ass knockout kick down matches like I want to see her really like I, I want to see her in peril I want to see that she mm. could lose a match her and Naomi in a kickoff come oh, on yeah. what do you think Mike I thought that she should have stayed away from Charlotte because I wanted Oscar to win that match a lot. And so my thoughts whenever I, you know, see them even on the same show is like Let alone hugging. I mean, yeah. It's it 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 doesn't I don't know. I, I feel like there's some story left to be told there. And the fact that neither one of them have the title and the third person does, it's yeah. just like it's mm-hmm. muddy in my head how they're how they're gonna go about doing it. And I you know, um, I felt like if Oscar had stayed on Raw, then maybe there would have been uh, a different path to take her in. Yeah, I do. Agree. Like, I will say I was hoping that they would have kept her on Raw and kept the two of them separated, especially with the superstar shakeup. Why do I sound like a ghost? Um, but... <laughs> the new Scooby-Doo uh... adventure featuring <laughs> Paige. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. <laughs> Where are you? Um but Gronka Donka do I couldn't resist. You? Couldn't resist. Oh, we got some Gronks to do party. now. <laughs> um, it's the pants. Gotta be the pants. So yeah, but I, I was hoping that they would keep them separated, but since they are together, I am looking forward to some maybe and I hope this every superstar shake up, but maybe this will be the one where we get more than one women's match a show i have two very large concerns one um they okay so all pay-per-views going forward are both brands yes yes man um i know how much storytelling time we're going to get on television for these acts now that you know like there's a million acts you and know? now we get half the pay-per-view time to settle yeah. disputes or have big matches. I guess we got to yeah. start watching Superstars in main event, you guys. Damn, damn. <laughs> we got to start watching Sunday <laughs> Night I'm Heat. I'm already watching so much wrestling. <laughs> Make sure you watch Sunday Night Heat, you guys. Every seven, every Sunday at 7 o'clock on USA. And my other concern. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I loved Sunday Night Heat. I thought it was actually really fun. Is that I feel like they use the fact that they are that they know that they're going to do a Superstar shakeup as an excuse to not do anything for certain people mm-hmm. because they know at some point they can just press the reset button. Like I'm looking yeah. at Gable and Benjamin. They just haven't yeah. done anything with them. And and is that why? Because they knew that there was a shakeup coming and they mm-hmm. could just split right. them up. But that's, uh, that's just, that's, it's such a disservice to the talent. I feel like yep. to just keep that in the pocket. It's the full John it, Cena. It's wasting their time. <laughs> <laughs> not going to let this go. Reclaiming my time. Oh, oh um, no. <laughs> SmackDown's final pick of the week, and this is all kayfabe, um, was announcing that former NXT champion Andrade Cien Almas and his manager Selena Vegas were promoted to SmackDown. <laughs> got high hopes? What do you yeah. think? I would have loved to have seen them and not on a picture. Right. Um, right. I mean, the video was fine, <laughs> but I was like, oh, look, it's a little picture that someone made. <laughs> someone made. Look what um, they did. Yeah, they they were there. 
They could have just come out. I don't know. There was something. I, I hate that they did that. And that they did it to Sanity, too. It just takes the sting out of the tale. It takes the power away. Right, because you can have somebody's music hit and have them come out and have the crowd react to yeah. them in a really cool way because these are characters that yeah, we've been yeah. seeing. Why bring Sanity out instead of Naomi? Bring Sanity out to, like... Threaten mm-hmm. the Bludgeon Brothers. If you can't, then save it until next week. Yeah. Right. Because technically, if they're coming out from NXT, it doesn't have to be part of a shakeup. No. Nope. So why not save it until next week and let them get their their stuff? That's let a good question. When was the last time they brought somebody up and it wasn't via Superstar Shakeup or it wasn't via Day After WrestleMania just because that's when it happened? Or Day After Rumble. Right. Yeah. Those yeah. are. Rumble. Or during the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. I I just thought it was really weird. And I'm I excited because I love them, mostly her. But yeah. I don't need an Instagram that's like, oh, hey, <laughs> off to college or whatever. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and outside the performance center, the video is like, oh, you guys in the car. Womp. All right, one final SmackDown note. We have not gotten to hear your thoughts all of the way on Shinsuke's heel turn. <gasps> gimme, gimme, gimme. What are your thoughts? I love it. I love I'm it so much. I'm very here for it. I love I'm it so very, much. Very, he looks like he's having so much more fun. Oh, now. my God. He looks like he's having a blast. Oh. And like that tweak to his gear, it's yeah. like, Oh, it looks like I, I. It's like they went into my dreams, and they were like, "This is what heel Nakamura looks like." That tiny, tiny tweak to just mm-hmm. like put the collar on and yep. like cut the sleeves off, but cap them, and like the mouth guard. The and, mouth guard is a and I the mouth guard looks like is like a fucking monster. Oh, it's and the, like the like a BDSM mad, monster. Yes. I'm so into. <laughs> oh, so good. I was slightly pin me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of on the fence about the the first time he did the sorry I don't speak English I was like oh that's so good because that's it. foreign heel awesomeness yeah. the second time they did it they did I was it again like, yeah they did it again I was like no but they also did I no. will say they did a version of it on Twitter where he did it in Spanish that's where he wrote like no hablo English my concern so, yeah. is that Vince it just tickled Vince to the nth degree that mm-hmm. he was like, that's funny because he's keep not doing English. That. Just yeah. have him keep saying that. And it's like, no, no. because I that's love it. But yeah, no, I'm hoping that what they do is if they continue with what he's doing on Twitter and they're like, he'll do it in different languages. Yeah. Because that would be super funny. I love it. He, I love I'm it. very much here. He feels more dangerous to me yes. already. Right, he could pop he up from anywhere. And like, punch AJ Styles in the dick every time. <laughs> It's great. I'm not saying I want him to punch Julian in the dick, but if we looked out the window and he just crept up behind Julian and <laughs> you punched ju- him, you just see Shinsuke's like, arm under the yeah, desk, yeah. and you'd be like, "I I expect that, but didn't expect that." This is magical. <laughs> punch Sorry, me in the dick, Daddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just to put a pin in all of this, between SmackDown and Raw, which show do you think now has the more interesting roster? I'm way more interested in SmackDown. Um, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't, I can't tell you. I can't tell Same. you because I, I feel like in my head, I can't even keep track on who's on what show now. Like I'm going to need a couple weeks of watching to even Agreed. like firmly establish in my head who's on each show. So I really I'm kind of at a loss. That's fair. All right. So if you've got any thoughts in the Super Dark... <laughs> Enunciate me, Daddy. If you've got any thoughts on the Superstar Shakeup... That was really hot. <laughs> let us know about them at facebook.com slash group slash tightfights or at tightfights on Twitter and Instagram. That's right. We have an Instagram now. When we come back, we'll have three things from the world of wrestling or probably six um, that you should know about up next on Tights and Fights. It's been a long time coming, but John Roderick finally has a podcast on the MaximumFun.org network. (sighs) The long wait is over. (laughs) Max Fun friends, I teamed up with these two unlikely nerds and their dumb Star Trek podcast. (laughs) And we talk about uh, war movies, not just in a laudatory and salivating way. But we apply critical thinking principles to uh, the multiple, multiple subtexts that are woven in every war movie. And Sylvester Stallone specifically. It is not that. It is not that at all. So go grab Friendly Fire every Friday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to 
Fights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford. I'm joined today by... Michael Eagle. And... Lindsay Kelk. Every week, we end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three count. It's a really slow three count. Moik, you're up first. What do you want to put over? Man, um, it happened to be the week of WrestleMania that I happened upon this video on YouTube called um, What's Fascinating About Professional Wrestling? And it's the kind of thing where somebody who's really good at video editing and and doing YouTube stuff um, created, a, I think it's like a 30-minute video that really uh, effectively tells the story of why uh, self-aware adults like us <laughs> would enjoy uh, professional wrestling, um, and they talk about a lot of a lot of how this is the only sport where uh, these guys inhabit characters and they can bring uh, real life into it, and just all the things that are that that are that are genuinely interesting to us. And it ends telling like a, a, a ten-minute telling of the story of the Golden Lovers. That is just absolutely incredible. Um, and I think I, I'm putting it uh, forward in our three count. Um, I'm putting it over because it is the perfect thing to show people who don't quite get it. People who are interested and they're like, but why? Where do I start? You show them this and they are fully on board. My goal here isn't to turn you into a wrestling fan, just to try and help you understand why so many people are. And understanding the world around us is a good thing, right? Even the parts of it that seem really <laughs> dumb and insane, right? No. <laughs> right. No. Maybe it is your friend. <laughs> Maybe it is. It's really helpful for people who want to make, uh, we want to uh, turn people into wrestle friends. This is uh, a good way to do that. Show them this video. Oh, that's so lovely. I got to go back and watch that because the last one that I was really into was wrestling isn't wrestling. Uh, so I need a new. Yeah, you need a new yeah. one. I need a new yeah, one. You need, a, you, you need for, a clean one. Uh, under, undisclosed reasons. Um, and <laughs> Lindsay, what about you? I have two things, but they're quick things. So the first one uh, was a video I saw on uh, WWE.com, which if anyone just needs a moment, Michael, I'm looking at you. Oh, Jesus. Just a moment of joy in their life. I that that will just reignite that spark of wrestling hope in us all. Uh, and it's a video of Daniel Bryan hearing his music backstage at WrestleMania for the first time. And it is so beyond beautiful. Damn. It's like... It's seeing a man come to life. It, it blew me away. I had to watch it like three times in a row. I think we have a clip of that. What I really want is to just be able to go out there and feel it and just enjoy it. Because I've been working for this for the last three years. And I'm tearing up. I have another thing. Yes, say the thing. I'm sorry. I had another thing. Um, I just wanted to give some love to a friend of the pod, Colt Cabana. Cool. Uh, because he has updated and revamped his podcast. So I don't know if you guys have listened in recently to Art of Wrestling. But instead of it being a long-form interview format now, it is like a travelogue and a diary and an actual, as he might say himself, a live podcast, uh, which is really details the ins and outs of his life as an inter, as an independent wrestler. And I have actually been really, really enjoying it. If you've ever been curious about what life is like on the road, especially in the indies, it's a really genuine, honest, what's and all look at what happens. So check that out. Oh, that sounds really cool. Um, sounds like, like the first like 20 minutes of being the elite. <laughs> before they get into the storyline. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying you can skip the first 20 minutes of being the elite, but you can usually probably skip the first 10 where they're just in airports. Um, <laughs> and right now, as for me, and I swear I'm going to make this quick. First off, um, the Arcarnic duo posted this lovely <laughs> thing on their Twitter um, where they were showing that apparently there is a tradition in NXT of people gifting, because this is like one of those instances where they're all in the same place. They're not going from town to town. They're gifting their lockers to each other. Um, and you can see see who had the locker before you and so they posted both who stories about who had gifted them their lockers and who they were gifting their lockers to and it was very sweet the second thing that i am putting over rick flair performed with offset on fallon because <laughs> you know um offset has a song called the rick flair drop and they put a fucking wrestling ring on fallon and you see offset 
in a Ric Flair robe. And then like in the middle of the first uh, verse or like right after, you see Ric Flair come out and he gets like a decent pop. Obviously, they don't have the, the audience mic'd for that part of the show. Yeah. Um, they turn the mics way down so you can hear the music. But he gets a pretty decent pop and he's like strutting and having the time of his life. And so that's really fun. And then thirdly, and most importantly, this is the one we'll actually uh, do a clip. So Ryan Nemeth, a.k.a. Uh, indie wrestler Hot Young Briley and um, Dolph Ziggler um, have done this hilarious fucking sketch. And I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to play a small clip for it. Number four, the medicine ball push-up. This is just a new twist on an old favorite. How's it feel, Chet? This one's really hard. Just imagine how hard it would be if the earth was round. <laughs> so it's it's about um, a, a dude who's like a personal fitness trainer, like CrossFit dudes, and them like trying to teach. Um, uh, it's a video where they're teaching different techniques and how you can exercise from anywhere. And then it takes a turn, and it's really fucking funny. Um, so please go watch that and support. Um, and that does it for tights and fights. We are a podcast on the Max Fun Network. This week, our hosts were Mike Eagle and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Danielle Radford. Is there anything you guys want to put over? Oh, I'm taping my television show next week in L.A. And, and and if you go to my Twitter, you will see links for that. If you want to be in the audience, we are doing seven episodes next week over four days. And there's lots of audience space. So uh, if you want to come check out the new Negroes live uh, taping for Comedy Central, um, hit that link and get yourself some tickets if you're in the L.A. area. Tight. I might go to that. Lindsay? I am not taping a TV show. Um, I do not have a show <laughs> this evening. But, You're just working uh, on like eight books. <laughs> I'm it's working fine, on like Lindsay. eight books. But uh, you could download my other podcast, Full Coverage, which is a beauty podcast. And uh, there's a weird Venn diagram crossover of wrestling fans and beauty fans. Come hang out with us because it's the bestest. It is the bestest. Um I wish I could invite them to hang out in our tweets where we are super shady. Um, so not... <laughs> Thursday, this Thursday, but Thursday, April 26th, I'm going to be doing some play-by-play for a wrestling event for um, Wrestling Pro Wrestling Presents April Havoc, The Curse of the Mummy's Kiss. It is a race, uh, wrestling, wrestling. Wrestling. It, I like that <laughs> shit. <laughs> it is a wrestling special. Professional wrestling. <laughs> At the California Institute of Abnormal Arts, um, 21 and over. There is a full bar. It's April 26th. Um, the VOD is available the next day. I think they also stream on Twitch. I'm going to be doing commentary, uh, color commentary. And the weird thing with that is, is like the way that they do it, is, the commentary is piped during the match. So oh, if you're great. in the audience, you can hear it. I believe that they also like stream it on Twitch and then they do like video on the man the next day. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to do color commentary for wrestling, and it's very scary. That's awesome. And hopefully I don't fucking suck. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you all so much. Our producer is the millennial mastodon, Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music as well, so we're putting them over for that. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook.com slash groups slash Tights Fights and at Tights Fights on Twitter and on Instagram. If you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends. Thank you so much to the Max Fund members who made the show possible. Thank you for everyone who watched and participated in the Max Fund Drive. Um, we appreciate, we love y'all, and we will be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.